Hello and welcome to Ride or Die, a podcast where we watch and recap episodes of Common Rider, starting with Common Rider Double from 2009-2010. Uh, I am Tyler, and with me, as always, is Mike. Mike, how are you doing? I am good. Good, Tyler. I uh, <laughs> we're back at it again with another episode. I am. I'm just hooked. I'm hooked on the show. I'm hooked on the stinking franchise. I am like ah. So good. Um, so yeah, we're doing something. This is a, this episode we're doing is brand new storyline, and I looked up the premise, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so funny, so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do you remember from this episode? Actually, this episode, uh, I remember there being uh, a lot of fights near the water. There's going to be uh, an appearance from Trigger, and uh, there's a little girl with a huge misunderstanding. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so this should be a f- interesting, fun episode to watch and talk about. Uh, so this let's get be, into it. This will be episode uh, five of Comrade Double called yeah. Yeah. "The Girl A Papa Is a Common Rider." <laughs> this episode aired on October fourth, two thousand and nine. It was written by Riku Sanjo, and we have a new director here, which is Nasuke Kurosawa. Kurosawa. He uh, hasn't really worked in anything beyond uh, this arc. I mean, he's worked in a lot of stuff, just nothing that's notable or known by me. Ah, okay. But he wrote these two episodes, uh, this one and episode six. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Okay, but, okay. Uh, man, I, this is an episode that uh, I kind of like. It's all right for me. <laughs> okay. We will, we will see a, uh, I think we'll see a new bike as well. We'll see ooh. the other bike. So I uh, look ooh. forward to that. Yes. Yeah. I don't think Sweet. there's anything else here that needs to be said. Let's see. I don't think so. I think we got it all covered. All right. So uh, put on your helmets, strap on your belts, and let's ride. Let's ride. And that was episode five of Comrade Double. Mike, what do you think? What, what did you What did you get from this? Uh, well, it's a interesting episode to say the least, because this time, uh, the job is being a bodyguard for a government political type person with their daughter, and it's like, okay, I can see that happening, and then the daughter is just sometimes child actors could be good, but she's just so annoying. Yeah. yeah no. I, I I just like, oh, shut up, kid. It's like, Papa? 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 It's also weird that she would hire Shotaro, uh, although he does specialize in the the weird freakazoids in the city. They don't know what he does? Uh, Well... I thought it was okay because most detectives can be hired as a bodyguard in a way since 
if they're specialized in that field. Uh, because usually when you hire a bodyguard, you would have some kind of reason behind it. Like somebody's going after the person, you know, and then maybe mm-hmm. it's an investigation going on, you know, trying to figure out who's the person trying to assassinate the person, blah, blah, blah. So I, I th- thought it was fitting for that at least. And um, yeah, that was just an interesting episode. It wasn't so heavy on the usual stuff it was more mostly about that and and that doping at the end just uh hello <laughs> oh gross yeah that's a that's a thing it's a thing all right so uh let's get into the plot here our old usual plot synopsis here At the press conference at the Fudo One Power Laboratory, Councilwoman Miyabi Kusuhara presents her design for the construction of the second Futo Tower, the first being the big windmill. Uh, during her speech, a barrage of bullets rains down Shoro, who has been hired by Miss Kusuhara's bodyguard. After seeing she is being targeted by a dopant, takes her out of harm's way before running off to transform into double in secret. He does the little like hand sign at Akiko. She doesn't know what that means, so he just makes a W with his fingers. Yeah. Uh, returning to protect Miyabi, Miyabi's daughter Asuka calls Double Papa before he deflects the bullet as Cyclone Metal. Uh, when the gunfire stops, Double goes to investigate where the bulls were coming from. It's a dopant nowhere in sight. So she calls him Papa. He's like, what? <laughs> huh? Yeah, like, what? This is, what, what's going on here? <laughs> no, like when he's, uh, after he's deflected the bullets with the, with the staff, he, he's still looking around. And then the sign falls and he kind of jumps. Yeah. Just like it's all quiet and all of a sudden that just sign teeters up. Dude. <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> and uh, Makara, the police lackey is there. And he makes fun of Shodoro for being a bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets like shot in the leg, and yep. uh, cowers underneath a chair, which uh, wouldn't help him. Yeah. Honestly, not by much. While Akiko delivers the bullet to Philip because uh, he catches a bullet, uh, yep. Shodoro gets Miss Kuzahara out of her apartment. The dopant attacks again. Shodoro sends the bat shot out to do reconnaissance while making sure Ms. Kusahara is not harmed. Uh, the next day, Shodoro escorts Miyabi and her honorage head towards the area of land needed to build the second photo tower. This is where we meet uh, Genzo Takamura, who is racing uh, remote control cars with his friends. Well, friend. Uh, and they're having lots of fun there with that. Yep. Uh, let's see, as the group leaves, Kirihiko, uh, shows up, and they do, like, a free shot of him walking by Shotaro. They look at each other. Yeah, just an intense moment, just looking back, like, ooh, something's going on there. Uh, Genzo starts talking about how, uh, Kirihiko got upgraded from salesman to commander, and that he wants to take out the councilwoman because it, it might get him a promotion as well. 
Not in the same way, but he wants to be higher on the rung, at least. Right. Uh, they open the door to this facility that they're working at. We don't know what's in there, but they're doing some shady, shady bullshit as usual. Uh, let's see. As the group leaves, Kirihiko Sonazaki arrives to tell Takamura to get the job done. Later at the Riverside, Miss Kuzahara tells Shotaro that her husband, Daisaburo, was planning on building the second floor tower when he was brutally murdered last year and that she's been lying about this fact to her daughter. Mm-hmm. So the little girl's dad died. Yeah, He was holding her when it happened, but she probably got traumatized and forgot about that. True. So this whole time, mother's been lying, which is not good, because eventually that's going to come out. Yep. At this time, Philip pieces together the clues and determines that the attacker is Takamura using the Anamalakaris memory and attacks from the water. Upon realizing this, Miyabi is in danger. Shoto transforms into double and protects her just as the doping attacks, changing into Cyclone Trigger for the first time. Mm-hmm. It is uh, his blue side uh, and has a gun. This is a good point to note that all of Shotaro's memories involve weapons. Except for Joker, which is the fist. Right. Uh, to end the Bulls Barrage and changing back into Cyclone Joker to use Joker Extreme to break the Alma, uh, Anamala memory. But when he breaks it, uh, the man is not Takamura, but his weird friend with the overalls. And the guy memory is not the real one. You can, you oh. can tell it's, uh, it's a little messed up. There's no casing over it. So right. Perfect. The real Alamon dopamine pops out and attacks Asuka as she runs towards Double Wine to thank her papa. And that's where the episode ends before someone might get shot. Yeah, cliffhanger for the next one. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, what do you think? Do you, what do you, how do you feel? Well, I want to mention uh, there's a lot of things going on here. Mm-hmm. No, it was this is a for also the thing I noticed is the violence. Like, even though they're not like bullet, bullets, they're like teeth. It's still they're shooting. They're shooting going on in this episode. Yeah. It's like whoa, and then of course he trigger comes out and he's got like a gun, but it's not like a typical gun. It's like a you know sci-fi looking gun that shoots. So it's not like a real gun but it's just like damn there's a lot of shooting and guns and it, first we got like naked butt and now we got like guns it's like what audience is this catered to <laughs> this, this not, not your, for kids not, not for kids typical children yeah <laughs> what are these japanese children watching <laughs> uh some other parts of the episode include uh clay doll showing up in the office just yes feeling Yep. Being Going, sneaky, hey, sneaky. Uh, our dad's mad. Uh, you should probably take care of this whole thing. And of course, uh, Wakana and the dad have a talk at the dining room table where uh, their cat, Mick or Miku, is just uh, going off. Yes, yes. The damn fucking cat again. Just like, meow, meow, meow. I'm just so upset. It's like Kev keeps on talking. It's like, shut up, you cat. And then he runs off. And the dad's like, oh, even Miku doesn't like this whole situation. 
Yeah. But then Wakanda grabs him and comes from underneath the table in like a really weird. It's a weird shot. Yeah, I did notice that. It was like a little bit odd. Like, okay. uh, also, the other side plot with uh, Philip stuck in the trash can. Yes, that whole thing. Oh my god. He just feels like like waddling around with a trash can on his butt, just like trying to get it off. And Akiko's uh, really worried about it, but he doesn't seem to care at all. No, I mean I wouldn't care that much either. Like, mean, he doesn't he doesn't mess with my my look up, so who cares? But uh, it does eventually come off when he when he transforms towards the end. Yeah. Not a lot of not a lot of suit action this episode. No, it's some here and there, but not like full on in, in other episodes. Yeah. yeah, towards the towards the end, they like like I said, they show off Trigger, and it's just, it was pretty cool. I, I I will admit, I don't I don't think I mentioned this in previous episodes so far, but I love the transition between each uh each one. Like it goes from each color differently in a oh, smooth yeah, transition. Yeah, yeah. Goes from that must be this, like a a pain to shoot. I know what I was thinking. How is how are they doing that for each like side? Like they just like do they just have like stop? Bring the other suit, other half of the suit in. Okay, put it on. Okay, uh, okay, good. And action. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think they do suit halves. I think they each form has a separate suit. I want to say that's oh. how it works. Oh, it could be. I'm. I'm just thinking stupidly. I mean, that could but, be. But you case. know, if they have suit halves. That'd be crazy, and it'd probably be pretty cool to look at behind the scenes. I mean, I could imagine, but yeah, I, yeah. But there's probably several suits the writer goes through, especially those different halves each time. And it's just in editing. It just like you just like do a like a wipe transition for each one for each half for the color. So I guess that makes sense. I thought it was a nice little touch. Each time, and they switch so often too. Oh yeah, and it's like I, I imagine the production just like, okay, we gotta like keep up with it. We gotta oh transition, transition, transition. <laughs> uh, and I think it's all for the side plots there. Yeah. All right, so. Not really any interesting notes here. Mm, no, not. All right, so let's talk about our new dopant. Yes, let's talk about the uh, suit in question. Anamonocaris, something like that. I just say shrimp dopant. <laughs> he's, he's a shrimp creature. Yeah, he's basically, a shrimpy shrimp. He's a big shrimp mollusk kind of kind of thing. So so Brain ugly, or more like yeah. a beige and blue. Yeah, beige and blue, and it's got like those beady, big beady eyes of a typical mollusk creature, and uh, he's got wings in the back, or maybe that's like just the back shell. Yeah, it's got big like face claws that have the teeth on them, along with the. Like the sternum, maybe thing in the butt that has the, that has all the teeth on it as well. Yeah, 
Ugh. I don't like that. It just creeps me out. He's got one one claw hand, as per usual, with these guys, I guess. Yeah, just to keep it, like, you know, with the other side being, like, humanoid arm and hand. So, it's like 50-50. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, where would you put this on the ranking? There's a... Oh, God, just put it above T-Rex. Put it above oh. T-Rex? I don't like it that much. <laughs> no, it's, I don't think it's a great suit. It does it's it's it does its job for what it is as a suit, but just like ew. All right, it's, it's clever, indeed. What would you give this episode out of five? Uh, this one I realize doesn't have much. It sets up a lot of things as usual. I would give this. I give it a four. Okay. I'd also give it a four. Pretty good. Some good setup. Uh, the child could have been better, but you know, ch- children it's... actors are always a toss up. Uh huh. And who would be your MVP this episode? Uh, ooh. Uh, good fucking question. I don't even point. I don't even know. Um. Like, this is very typical fashion. I th- think both both of them are equally doing their thing. Uh, I, I feel like I keep doing one side or the other, but I feel like if you just give it to Shotaro... Just Shotaro would be fine for this time. I did fill up last time. Shotaro? Yeah. All right. And I'm going to give it to Akiko. She really cared about getting Philip out of that trash can. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just giving him vinegar too. Just like, ew, what's this? It's vinegar. It's good for your body. And she, she just like flips over and does like, like a, a crab, like she's so flexible. Yeah, it's like okay, <laughs> okay. Even I Philip get a surprise about her, her little back bend. Uh, just a little, little bit weird. So, okay. all right, all right, that cool. Was, that was episode five. Next episode uh, is titled "The Girl A." The Prince of Lying. The Price of Lying. Not the Prince. The Price. <laughs> the so, Prince. Uh, uh, <laughs> so we'll cover that next time. It'll be the end of this uh, current arc with the sh- shrimp-like uh, dopant. Dopant. And uh, we'll see if Sotaro is really her papa or not. Or if she ever finds out that her papa is not alive anymore. Oh, yeah, I get to see the harsh truth that happens. Like, oh, your father is dead. Uh, also, in the preview, we get to see more Nazca, so that's great. I like seeing him do his Yeah. Thing. Yep. That's going to be badass. So, see all yeah. happens next time. 
So where can people find you at, Mike? Uh, people can find me on the internet on my social, which is Twitter and Instagram at Mike Mixtape. Uh, I do a, another podcast, uh, Taku Podcast, uh, all about Power Rangers with our mutual friend Sean called Into the Grid. You can follow that on Twitter at Go Into the Grid and make sure you check out the podcast at anchor.fm slash Into the Grid. We are currently on break this month and we are going to start up our new show season in April. So check out for that when that happens. And yeah, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T Y L E R T Y L E R I M S, uh, where I retweet a bunch of anime and other bullshit that I'm into. Uh, if of you course. go there, you'll see all of it. Uh, you can follow this podcast on Twitter at Ride or Die Podcast. Uh, we'll we retweet Kamen Rider stuff. Sometimes I'll retweet some Sentai stuff. Just mm-hmm. mostly Toku things that are interesting. Uh, you might catch an odd fact that I might put out that most people will know, but we'll retweet anyways. Uh, and uh, you can hit us with that hashtag, ride or die, to uh, talk to us or just add us directly if you're more comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash ride or die. Uh, there you'll be able to find us on all of your streaming platforms, which ones we're available on. Right now, for sure, we're on Spotify. Uh, and we'll be getting on more soon, and we'll let you know when that happens. Hey, Tyler from the future here. Come to tell you that since we record these episodes in advance, some things have changed. We are now on Anchor, we're on Stitcher, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on CastBox, We are on Overcast, and hopefully, by the time you hear this, we'll be on Google Podcast. So, more places for you to listen, and uh, be sure to let people know uh, about us. If they're interested in Kamen Rider, or if they already like Kamen Rider, be sure to point them our way. We could always use some more listeners. So, uh, thanks. What? Ah! Uh, Also, you can leave us a voice message. With some feedback or just talk about your favorite comrade things. I've seen a lot of them, so I'll definitely know what you're talking about. And uh yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun time. It'll be a fun time for everyone. Mm-hmm. Indeed, we'd love to hear from you guys. Thanks for listening. Yes, and we always hope to be your ride or die. Ride or die. Yeah.